Welcome to VLGA Connect. My name is Catherine Arndt and I'm the Chief of the VLGA Connect Studio. I hope you enjoy today's Connect episode brought to you by the VLGA, the national broadcaster on all things local government. Welcome back to VLGA Connect. We're going back to our fast track day held recently at the Park Hyatt when we had a number of mayors in the audience. And I thought it would be interesting to ask each of them for their insights into what they know now that they wish they knew before they became a councillor. Here's what they had to say. There's two things. On a positive note, I did not realise the extent of the opportunity that I would actually have as a councillor. It's so broad and I think now, even after the, heading into my sixth year, that continues every single day. I really look at the opportunities and there is many and that's something I didn't realise that I could have such an impact. On a probably more negative tone, I probably did not realise how broad the role was and how much support I would need. And I would encourage anyone thinking about going on council, absolutely do it, but really absorb the opportunity of the professionals around you because you need their help. And every single day, I depend on the expertise, the intelligence, the encouragement and support, but you are a team. And I hope that if anything I can change during my terms is that we can close some of that divide. There's definitely a divide between the CEO at times, the exec team, and councillors, we should always remember we are all there for the same purpose and that's for the greatness of our communities. I would say to myself, like a person who's elected as a councillor, they're just like any other person, just like any other politicians. Politicians aren't that special. The only thing is that they had the courage to put their hand up. And I want to say, it doesn't matter about your age, your gender, your background, your cultural identity, like your own experiences and current lifestyle is gonna be a perspective that is valuable on council. Like you might talk about how another person has more years in an area or another, or another field, but you would be more in touch with a certain aspect that others aren't. So don't be afraid to speak up and be the voice for your constituents. And as many people out there who don't identify with you, there's gonna be more people who do. So remember that. Probably the biggest thing, looking, looking forward even now to what other councillors might come into or prospective councillors, is, is understanding that you first put your hand up primarily around issues that you're very passionate about, but then understanding how that translates into a role when you actually are the councillor and you actually become an advocate across all the issues and having to look at all sides of the angle. And obviously you're one of however many people are on your council and that makes a very different outcome. I think the biggest thing when you become a councillor is you don't realise the number of hours and the amount of reading and the depth and breadth of the topics that you're going to put your head around. Um, you find that everywhere you go, you're thinking about your community and local council. So I remember when I was first elected, and I was on the Great Vic bike ride and you're in change rooms of a sporting facility and you're going, oh, these are pretty bad or these are really good compared with my own. And you're in a different mindset because everything in your community you are responsible for. You're making those strategic decisions and every decision you make affects individuals either positively 
or negatively. And so there's some really hard decisions you have to make and you really rely on your staff to give you that information and your community to let you know what they want and to make sure you're hearing all the voices. I think that was the struggle. You sort of don't realise that it's very hard to know what is really going on out there because the world is different. I think it's not like the old days of council when you had your 70 or 80 year old councillors that were farmers. I'm from a rural council, so they were on the farm, they went down the street, they knew everybody, it was a smaller population. We have bigger populations, towns with different needs, new communities coming in. So I think it is a lot harder now as a councillor to really get on top of the communities. And I think that that's a struggle. You know your own little community that helped to get you elect you and supported, but you need to know the whole shire. So um, yeah, that's sort of the, the things that you don't realise when you put your hand up. Don't be daunted. I think it's a, a great opportunity to serve the community, but do your homework, uh, attend council meetings, read agendas, talk to local council councillors in your community and really get to understand the, the broad range of services and programs that local council delivers in your community and what your role as a councillor is in that delivery and it's so much more the strategic planning and direction than the day-to-day -day, um, delivery. Well, I think I wish we'd known all about the external events that might intervene into our councillorship in terms of the, uh, the, the way that we're, we need to adapt. We need to be very adaptable as councillors and I think that's a big learning point for me in terms of the COVID experience, our storms um, and, and the community stress that that's created and um, you know, the need for us as councillors to be both responsive um, intelligent in terms of our, our response to that, but also our, our sensitivity in that response. And, um, and having those skills is actually a really fundamental part of being a counsellor. And, and to really learn to brush up on those and take courses and educate ourselves to, to be better at that. One thing I would, would have liked to have known was probably expectations and roles and maybe a little bit more around how much time was really needed to do the role properly. And that might be through having, um, as we talked about previously, around a, um, a position description and some KPIs even, uh, so that you can monitor and see how you're going. Because as a counsellor, um, I even find um, if I'm walking in the office, a lot of the officers won't even look at me. They're so nervous. They, um, they say hi and they look away. So to get... Um, constructive feedback about how you're going obviously needs to be at a certain level but they're not always uh, officers are not always um, comfortable to give you that feedback because you say okay how can I improve or what what can I change how can I be more responsive to the community and they're going no you're doing really well but maybe you are maybe you're not what I know now that I wish I knew when I was first elected as a councillor is that whilst it is a political election or a political process to become an elected councillor, it should not be a political role. We are a board of directors, ultimately, of, a, of an organisation, an organisation of people. And when we're dispensing our responsibilities as the board of directors, we need to remember wholly and solely what our responsibilities are. Our responsibilities are to the governance of the organisation, to the people that are employed, by that organisation 
and to our community. And being overly political in that environment is not a good way to be. Some really interesting insights there from a number of mayors who were participating in our Fast Track Leadership Development Day recently at the Park Hyatt. That's our special edition of VLGA Connect for today. Stay tuned for more and thanks for watching. Bye for now. Thank you.